welcome to episode number 35 of the High Five Download Podcast. 3-5. With me always is my co-host Demetrio Lucero. Hello. And I know we've been gone a little while. We haven't been putting out episodes as regularly as we used to, but we're about to come hard with a relaunch and just... Kicking off the summer season. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to come hard and do a bunch of ep- new, new episodes soon. And... Um, Today we do have a special guest with us. Our topic today is... Keeping it relevant. Yeah, we're going to try to stay a little more relevant and put these <laughs> episodes out sooner. And um, so most of you have already, already hopefully seen the Avengers Infinity War. If you have not, we'll probably talk about spoilers, so we're just warning you right now. Yeah. Spoiler warnings are always good. Exactly. So um, our topic for today is top five films from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So yeah. we have 19 to choose from. It was pretty hard to narrow it down to five. Our special guest today what is, is my friend Tyler Nickel, who I worked with at Mile High Comics a while back, and now I currently work with at Alamo Drafthouse, so I figure he's a good uh, authority as far as comic books and movies and comic book movies adaptations. Yep. Seen all of them. He's been wanting to be on the podcast for a while, so we figured, like, let's do this, man. So, yeah. Cool. Really really excited to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. So, yeah, here, Tyler. um, Yeah, anything you want to say about yourself? Um, No, I mean, I just try to be everyone's, like, friendly neighborhood comic book nerd. I'm on a lot of different levels. I'm the kind of person where people, like, call me sometimes and are like, hey, will you explain what happened at the end of this movie? Because I didn't completely get it. I'll be like, oh, okay, that was this and that, you know. Last time I remember that. Like vividly was like someone was like, "What was the deal with the stuff during Batman versus Superman?" I'm like, "Well, you know," and I started yeah. going into like, "Here's the deal with Cyborg." And okay, and so you're like fun. you're like the human like people don't like I don't want well, to do that because I have my friend. Yeah, that's good because like I, we were just shooting the shit here while we were waiting for you to come talking a little bit about uh, some movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's like, "I'm not sure about the ending of that one." I was like, "Wait, how did it end again?" And I'm like, "Damn." Well, um, yeah. Uh, I'm that's, like, that's no, not, not that movie, but a different movie. And I'm like, well, shit, that's on my list. Why can't I remember how it ended? Shit. Yeah, it's how these things go. I've, I've told people before I'm kind of a compendium of useless information, but it's great for nerding out and for trivia and things like that. And podcasts. Cool. Yeah, and so, for podcasts. Yeah. Do, you, do you play trivia regularly? Not regularly. I've okay. been getting a little bit more into it recently. I actually, fun fact, I run the like the trivia kind of contest that I do for the employees at the Alamo Draft House. Okay. Kind of decide on I, my... At just at the at the Sloan's Alamo Draft House or the Sloan's Alamo Draft. Okay. Yeah, just no, to, just, just Sloan's. Okay. Um, it's a break room thing. So yeah. oh, okay. I just, okay. I take I take my free time and I like come up with like six <laughs> questions for people to answer or have them answer it. And after like a two week period, I do a drawing off of people who have gotten at least a certain number of answers right and give them like a prize that's about worth like forty bucks or so. Wow. Yes. Nice. I was a Black Panther winner, so oh, I, yeah? I won the Black Panther soundtrack on CD. Okay. And a little bobblehead. It was killer. Yeah. So. Nice. Anyways, nice. so yeah, um we just finished Deadpool trivia over there and oh, Solo okay. will be the next trivia. Solo, so okay. so he 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 kinda ties it into uh whatever the big whatever movie the big is. movie sure. it is. Yeah, it makes so, sense. So, makes sense. Yeah, so. Doesn't it kinda feel like before we get started, doesn't it kinda feel like even though like okay, there are some big summer movies that are still coming out. You got like Deadpool, you got Solo coming out, you got um Jurassic World Jurassic, Jurassic World, World, the next Mission Impossible. Doesn't it still feel like it's all about the Avengers, though? Like, this whole, like, movie, it's just, it's still, people are still talking about it. It's still out there. Like, people are like, oh, is it going to, you know, what, you know. It does, but <laughs> I, I just have a feeling that um, Deadpool and Solo are going to take really? a little bit of the wind out of its sails here. Oh, definitely. Oh, man. 
yeah. um, in the next few weeks. You know, I, I, mean, I think not any, gonna, I think if you're gonna already multiple see it, you've already seen it two or three times. You know? Yeah, but I, I'm talking about like people who don't normally go to like superhero movies, like you know, the, the normal like I don't know parents or people who aren't comic book fans are still like, oh, I have to go see that Avengers movie because I have to because it's the cultural phenomenon of the of the summer or whatever. I don't I, know. I don't know. I think that it definitely has that kind of like level to it, but at the same time, um, like the the second weekend it was out, like the crowds just died down. Really? And mm-hmm. it, that could be because of like people are still in finals with school and stuff like that, and it's just it was just then becoming we'll just, summer vacation. We'll just put it this way: it was a huge hit over at Alamo Draft House, but it wasn't Black Panther. Oh so. yeah, it was mm-hmm. not Black Panther at mm-hmm. all. Like okay, Black Panther was just a phenomena phenomena of its own. Perfect timing, a perfect storm of everything. There was no competition for it in February, and it you know it ruled for what eight or nine weeks straight at the box office. You know, and I and I, I mean I'm not we saying st- Avengers wasn't huge, but um, it's gonna counter, I think Disney's gonna cannibalize cannibalize themselves a little bit with Solo coming out here in the she next did. couple weeks. Disney, so. I think Disney has yeah. no problems whatsoever. Well, but, I mean, <laughs> like, like oh, we're just gonna make more. Black money. Panther did so good that we were still playing ba- Black Panther the week that Avengers Infinity War came out. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. and normally it's like that's two and a half months of yeah, staying power, and that's yeah. since we've been that's open, rare. we've never had two Marvel movies at the same time playing. Oh, you know, wow. okay, like you know, Thor was gone long before um, Black Panther came in. Wow, you know, just because so. Star Wars killed that. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. But okay. yeah, so yeah, it was a phenomenon all in all of its own. Um, so that brings us to let's let's just dive into this these lists here. Um, um, top five, top five Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel Cinematic I can Universe start us movies. off if you if you guys want. I'll I'll do my number five first, and then we'll just go in a circle here. Sure, man. Circle, that yeah. works. Okay. So I'm gonna go with my number five. I'm gonna go back all the way to to where it all began, and I'm gonna go with 2008's Iron Man one. <laughs> um, looking back now, is it one of the? Is it really one of the best movies? Maybe not, but. I'm going with it because it, 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 it was the one that started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And back in 2008, when it did come out, it was just, nobody had seen a really superhero movie like that, I feel like. Um, there were, the effects were amazing. I mean, we had good special effects then, but Iron Man was like a game changer, you know? And um, I remember I was working at the NBA at that time, and my buddy Ryan Magnus, who's a big comic book fan, movie fan, comic book fan and comic movie fan like this dude watches everything owns everything like he's got electron blu-ray that's how <laughs> that's how crazy yeah. he is with movies yeah, and stuff and, and it, we just had this big argument like is this is iron man the, at that back you know 10 years ago is iron man the best comic movie of all time at that point you know yeah. and a lot of people really considered it you know so it, it that, had a lot of competition that year though because you had that that was the same year dark knight came out yeah that's true and that will yeah. I feel like Dark Knight was a game changer as well too. It was but just course, a good yeah, year for superheroes. But, but yeah, but if we're talking just just Marvel, um, my number five is Iron Man. Um, nice. I liked the take on Mandarin as the villain. It was an interesting take on it. That was um, um, oh well. Anyway, <laughs> well, they, it was they, Iron Monger. Iron Monger was the villain in Iron Man One. Yeah, but um, I think there he's was a, about. a reference to the yeah, Ten Army rings. of Ten Rings. Yeah. Yes, there yes, was a yes, reference yes, to yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah, it's been ten years since I saw that movie. No, just kidding. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I'm sticking with it. Iron Man number one. Cool. Yeah, no, I mean it started John off. John Favreau. 
it, it, yeah, John Favreau. Let's, like, let's just talk the about decisions that they, the casting they too. I yeah, mean, yeah. they could not have picked a better Tony Stark. All right, you know, right, right. Like he they was took, a gamble back and then. And then yeah. yeah, it was and, a gamble. And it because, was a gamble. Yeah, totally. Because he was still like he, he Robert Downey Jr. was not the person that he is today. No, he hadn't done, sh- hadn't done Sherlock anything. movies or there you know, was like an insurance. Like they had taken out a lot of insurance about him because he was still like, oh, is he you know the yeah, drug addict yeah. or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's a good point. But no, I mean, it was it was yeah, it was a lot of gambles. A lot. They couldn't have. Cast it better, man. Yeah. You know, and even up to the Infinity War, man. He just—he's fucking Tony Stark, no, dude. He, he is he Tony is Stark. Tony he does Stark. a great job with it. You know, it's so yeah. good to see. Like, that's one of the things you keep coming back and you keep seeing this character who's just been in almost all of it, at least a little bit. And it's yeah. so fun. Yeah. And the whole—you could say like the whole MCU thing started with the the post-credit scene with um, Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury, and it was just kind of like a throw-in. It was like, well, let's just do this, and what the hell? Yeah. And it started off this whole franchise. You it's know. kind of funny, though. It's kind of, yeah. come full circle. Yeah, it, 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 it is kind of funny. Nick it's Fury, like, yeah. Well, they just were like, well, let's just throw this in and see what the hell. Why not? That's why it was Fan, nice that Fans way. will get it. And, you know, you know, regular moviegoers won't, but who cares? And it'll be a nice nod to, you know, comic book fans. And they were like, wait a minute. Like, whoa, maybe we have something here. So. Yeah, and then or maybe they were planning it the whole time. Who knows? <laughs> you know, they follow that in with the uh, Tony Stark shows up at the end credit sequence for um, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that same year. Yep. And it's like, okay, now we're now, now like, we're going. Yeah, now they, it actually they, exists. You knew they had a plan. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Cool, Tyler. Your number five. All right, my number five pick is Ant Man. I so, love it. I love um, it. The main reason for that is I've always been like a bit of an Ant Man fan, um, especially Scott Lang. I thought Scott Lang just had this amazingly interesting arc being like this thief who just kind of ends up being a superhero to save his daughter mm-hmm. and everything like that mm-hmm. when it originally happened and um he was like the first like big like legacy hero yeah like, true. as well so it was really cool and uh, he's one of the ones that has like the staying power he's continually been a thing and so the idea when i first heard like yeah we're gonna do an ant-man movie i'm like how are you going to do that mm-hmm. especially i was very excited originally when of course edgar wright was the original um Director, director attached sadly, to the project, yeah. Sadly, he did um, bail on it, but you could still see his fingerprints throughout the whole thing. Oh, I, I feel I, the same way. I yeah. thought the, yeah. the the interesting mix of heist movie slash superhero movie was something that I'd never seen before, and I really right. just loved it. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was one of those that summer when that came out. That came out the same summer as I believe Guardians, right? And Jurassic World and stuff. Or Jurassic World, um, Guardians had been the year before. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, it came out the same year as the right, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah, came, yeah. Because yeah, Ant Man came out after Age mm-hmm. of Ultron. Yeah, and it was such a tone change too. You know, like mm-hmm. it was funny, and it actually had mass appeal. Like I remember first hearing they're gonna make an Ant Man movie. I'm like, I can't. Who's yeah. gonna, you know, who's gonna be into that? But I it mean, did. I, have, I was. But other I than Tyler here, but no, I mean, <laughs> it did have mass appeal. And to be honest, it, I I really thought about putting it into my top five too because I'm I'm a fan. I loved I loved yeah. it, and I'm looking forward to the sequel this summer. Yep. Oh yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp is gonna be great. That's yeah. like the only thing that was missing. Right. Yeah. So. I think that uh, the, yeah, talking about Edgar Wright, his um, his like you said, his you can still feel his presence in the movie, and I feel like the the scene where Ant Man and the what is what was the villain? Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket are fighting, and Yellow Jacket tells him, "I'm going to disintegrate you." And as he's do- saying that, he's pressing on an iPhone, and it says, "Okay, I'm going to play Disintegration by The Cure." That's an Edgar Wright joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, through and through. That Edgar Wright wrote that joke. Yeah. I, ju- I feel it in my yeah. bones. I'm like, no one else would have thought about that except for Edgar Wright. Yeah. Anyway, and just, if he probably would have directed it, it probably would have been in my top five for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it, it would, would be a completely nuts. different movie. Yeah. But I still, 
I still think they like they definitely they did, did a good a job. I think they did a good job yeah. too. That's what I'm hoping for with the the second one. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. it continues to be yeah. just as good. I think so. All right, my number five is Captain America's Civil War. This was kind of a this it just just barely edged out another you know recent Marvel movie called Avengers: Infinity War. Okay, because I you know I, I kind of dug I dug it. I've seen it twice already, but I think Civil War in, in a way is the most Avenger-ish movie that has that they've made, other than the actual Avengers movie. I think it's more an Avengers movie than the other Avengers movies that they've made. Even though well, it's, called, even so though it's Ultron, called Captain America, even though it's Civil called War. Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just I've 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 enjoyed it many times. I've been you know I think it's it's a movie that was made for like comic book fans and fans of people who have been watching these movies you know consistently over the past 10 years or whatever it was just it was made for them and you know it was like here you guys go like here this is a big big present wrapped up for you here you go um here's something that we're going to give to you for having watched these movies for 10 years and we hope you enjoy it and yeah i i've you know i i I can watch it at any time and and just drop it at any moment and enjoy it and i just think like you know it's it's good and I like that. I wish I, I so wish that the Spider-Man reveal hadn't been done until you saw the movie. But I understand, like you know, marketing and advertising, like they had to do that. But that would have been so fantastic if oh, you had known. If you had known going in that he was going to be in the movie, that would have been yeah. so great. But anyway, yeah. so that's, that's my number five. There was an amazing like meme that came out right around then, where because they had just said that Commissioner Gordon was going to be played by. Um, J.K. Simmons in like the DC movies, mm-hmm. like a couple days before. So it was um, that moment when you go to the DC universe and then pictures of Spider-Man finally show up, <laughs> and it was great. Right. So yeah, that's a good segue to my number four. Um, I taught. I I had a, I I had a different movie in this slot, and then I at the last minute made a change up, and I'm gonna and I'm I changed my number four few minutes ago actually <laughs> to Spider-Man right. Homecoming so it's a great segue <laughs> right here um, I feel like it's one of those things like after the, the the Andrew Garfield movies they were fine but they were forgettable whatever yeah like seriously yeah to like the first one was fine the second one eh, whatever yeah left us hanging and guess what I don't care how it you know I, I don't really care that we never got closure with that with that story um, I, I would have enjoyed I, seeing a Sinister Six, but I get it. <laughs> but I, I feel that, um, gosh, I just feel that the they really, once they brought Tom Holland in as, yeah, a, as Spider-Man. A kid? A kid, yeah, <laughs> to play a, a, a weird, nerdy teenager yeah. that has these new powers. I felt like they just, the whole tone, they really nailed, you yeah. know. And, um you know, I enjoyed like Michael Keaton as the the vulture too. He was mm-hmm. he was he was he was a good villain. You know. Yeah. Um. My my, my buddy Magnus, his always thing is like his his thing about a great superhero movie has to have a great villain. You know. And I mean, sure. like yeah, exactly, he was a pretty great villain. He, I mean, the vulture is like on your on your Spider-Man tier of villains. He's not. Third. He's not. Yeah. yeah like, he's like third tier. Yeah. He's you know oh, he's exactly. he's one of the lower tiers. But yeah. I felt like the Mike Michael Keaton like owned it and made it his own and yeah. you know. It was compelling, you well, know. So. Yeah, his motivation was what mm-hmm. made it good. And know, I, so I mean, I enjoyed the humor been, and the nerdiness of it. Yeah. And I, I, I enjoyed that they kind of took elements of Ultimate Spider-Man from the comics, like sure. his little buddy and totally. everything. And like, 
I almost kind of wish they would have just made it Miles Morales, <laughs> the Ultimate Spider-Man as well. But um, yeah. hey, man, they they could still bring yeah. that yeah. in somehow. Yeah. We get yeah. Miles actually later this year. Yeah, uh, into the Spider. Well, uh, they kind of they kind of hinted true. at it with Donald Glover's little yeah. Glover's little uh, uh, his little cameo in that movie. Yeah. So we'll see. But anyways, um, Spider-Man: Homecoming is my number t- number four. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoyed it, man. It kind of was one of those ones that kind of. It had a big opening weekend, and then it kind of dropped off, and people were like, "Oh, nerds are tired of superhero movies and stuff." Right. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like for it a definitely, Spider-Man movie, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it's and it's like a Spider-Man movie and it's always strangely been like big. So yeah, it, I feel like it's kind of strangely underrated. You I do know, too. For one of the newer Marvel yeah. movies, you know? I feel like so. when Amazing Spider-Man came out, it was like, "Oh, here we go again! It's Spider-Man, yeah. and it's huge!" You know, <laughs> yeah, just all this, you know, talk and everything. And then when Homecoming came out, it's like, "Oh, it's just part of the Marvel universe. Just <laughs> another plug it in." And yeah, well, mm-hmm. let it run. The, the good news with that was it kind of picked up over time as well. Like it, it, it was a word of mouth one where people weren't exactly sure. Yeah, but it's just kind of weird that Spider like Black Panther did did more business than yeah. Spider Man. Well, I think there's just, there right. is some people that are jaded like another a third Spider Man a whole, a whole new yeah. you know True. so you know but right. I, I I liked it a lot actually yeah. it was one of um, I, I have a friend who actually, to keep off my list yeah he he works over at All Seas the reason he didn't like it was they took away Spider Man Spider Sense in that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they took yeah. it away. They just didn't show it. Yeah. Well, because they definitely showed it in Infinity. They showed War. it in Infinity yeah, War. Yeah. But so maybe but they heard the news complain about that. He, they just didn't the, emphasize it. They didn't show the, it. Yeah. The director kind of like pulled back on it, and it kind of. Oh like, yeah. His argument was it made Spider-Man look stupid. Oh wow! Like, I didn't it know looked, that. It made well, him, I mean, he's at this point in the story, he's barely gotten. Right. The, you know, he's, he's young. Yeah. Yeah. He's learning. Yeah. I mean, there were some times when he was like, "Oh no," and then he would duck or something. Yeah. Oh, it's Spider Sense. I don't need it. I, I don't agree with my friend on that one, but I, I see where his argument yeah. is. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. yeah. You want to see I all guess, the Spider-Man's powers. It's like, you know, on, I guess show me the spider sense. Yeah. <laughs> I guess with just all the years of just the marketing of Spider-Man himself, the character, but a lot of people just forget about Peter Parker's right. is, is Spider-Man. I just, you know? I just assumed he had it. Like, yeah. I didn't need to yeah. be told. I'm just like, oh, yeah, he has it. Yeah, I, you know he's right. got the cool suit, but he's got you know maybe I could see that like he could have been did. like I don't really need all this shit in my suit because I have spider sense, but well, who knows whatever and, whatever. And, and I mean in in the and just having having Tony Stark in there as kind of like his little father figure oh, was, yeah. was a that nice was really little fun. twist like, too. Like, yeah, I and they too. definitely carried that on into Infinity War for oh, sure as well. You know, so yeah, <laughs> yeah they did. So that's my number four. I am going with Spider Man Homecoming. Nice, good pick. Um, I went ahead and I have Thor Ragnarok as my number Thor. Nice. Ha, number, number Thor. Thor. Number four. Number Thor. Ha. Number four. Um, anyway, Thor, but four. the reason for that is like it did did things differently than the first two Thor movies. It really stands out. It with had them. to. Yeah. <laughs> it stands out just with the humor and with everything else. There's there's fine moments in the rest of the Thor movies. I don't like. Oh yeah. I, my my argument is there's no such thing as a very very bad D, uh, MCU movie. Because they all have little little nuggets that you can mm-hmm. latch on to. Mm-hmm. So, but Thor Ragnarok just changed the game. It finally put Thor in space instead mm-hmm. of just on Earth the whole friggin' time. Yeah, they um, had great moments between him and Loki. Taika Waititi did a great job directing and playing the Korg character. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of his um, What We Do in the Shadows movie as well. Yeah. Um, so I just really had a fun time with it and I think that's the entire point of these movies you're supposed to go and you're supposed to have fun yeah so there were all these people who were like I want the original Thor movies still I'm so mad they decided to like make it funny it's like oh my god once they let Chris Hemsworth be like funny which he had moments of that in the earlier ones like yeah throwing the coffee cup down and saying another 
Yeah. You know, yeah. stuff like that. That's the that was what I wanted to see more of, and they finally gave it to me, and yeah. I really enjoyed it for that. reason. I mean, I feel like just Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth's version of Thor has just evolved yeah. to such a, a more. I don't know. I just like him so much more in these newer movies. You know, yeah. as he's grown into the character and just he's just a little goofier. And yeah, like yeah, part. and and. Like the way they present him now, he's not like in his. He doesn't wear that costume he wore in the very first Avengers right, movie. You right, know, he's right. more. He's like a little more edgy now. But yeah, yeah but but I mean, I, I like what they've done with it. I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok a lot. And they're It'll, not dyeing his eyebrows anymore. Yeah, which is nice. <laughs> I'll talk about that more later. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll, maybe we'll hit on that a little. Yeah, we will. <laughs> sure. Okay, my number four was Guardians of the Galaxy. Probably a little low for this list, but in my own personal feelings, this is uh, okay. this is, this is why I place it. All right. Yeah, don't um, I don't know what could be said about Guardians that hasn't already been said. Uh, it was a game changer for the Marvel universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, it was like okay, now we can we can do movies in in this different sort of like way. You know, like they they can be funny and and we can use like you know I don't know like I said what what else could be said about about. Guardians of the Galaxy has already been set, but you know, I've I've just always it's always I I, I still like it better than the second one. Um, just in terms of like I thought the second one tried to I don't know, it tried too hard, I feel like. Okay. So uh, but the first one was just it was fun. Um, it was exciting and it was a sort of like modern I don't know, people called it modern Star Wars. I don't know, but it was it was a good time. Yeah, yeah so. it's definitely a good time. Cool. Yeah, definitely it was one of those ones that I'll definitely talk about here. Yeah, a little right. bit. <laughs> we're going to probably hear a, a decent okay. chunk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's move on then. Uh, okay, my number three, I'm going to rehash uh, <laughs> Tyler's. I'm going to, Thor Ragnarok's my number three. Um, it's one of those as well. I feel like they they took a big risk, you know, I think, you know, in, in just changing up the whole Thor vibe that they did from the first two movies, you know. But it, I, I feel like it was definitely a calculated risk with the mm-hmm. success of, like, Guardians of the, Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy, of too, the yeah. cosmic humor yeah. and whatnot, you know. Um, but it, I I dug it, man. I liked it. Um, I liked uh, Jeff, Bl- Goldblum Jeff Goldblum was, was great was in it. Um, yeah, it I like I like the Hulk storyline, you know, having oh, yeah. having them together yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the Thor Hulk buddy movie element to it. And um, it was one of those movies that... Um, I got totally left hanging. Um, it very rarely do we ever have anything go wrong at Alamo Draft House, but the day I was watching that show, there was a fire alarm in the building. Oh, no, you were there that day? <laughs> yeah, and I was at the, the climactic scene where <laughs> Helena's sitting on the throne, like, come bring it, and then the lights went out. So I had to I had to wait weeks to finally watch the ending of that again and the anticipation of it and everything. But, um, I mean, Valkyrie, she was awesome in it, yeah, too. I mean, awesome. uh, yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm with I'm with Tyler here. I, I liked it one notch better than him. And right. Thor Ragnarok number three is my number three. All right. On that note, my number three <laughs> is Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, all right. <laughs> so we, like right. we switched on that one. All right. But, um, it, yeah, what can I say? I mean, um Vulture was just done so so well. I love Michael Keaton. I've been a Michael Keaton fan since like Batman. Oh yeah, you know, like that was one of my first like experiences with him. Like I've seen Mr. Mom and stuff after that, and Gung Ho, and I I love all of it. But Michael oh, yeah. Keaton's just a personal favorite of mine. Oh yeah. So him, uh, it was fun how he went through the level of going from Batman to Birdman to Vulture. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's yep. kind of a, great a couple years. I, I, yeah. I so I don't think without. 
I think each of those like was a step on the rung to get to that point. So, uh-huh. But it was such a great way. And I love how um, kind of like definitely a nerd note. I love how they brought in damage control on that yeah. movie as well. I, I wish. Yeah, I feel like damage control could have been a TV show, but uh, it was it was brief. But, you know, like. Yeah, I, I, I like I, I like the nod to it. it yeah, I like mean, a nod, like oh yeah. yeah by I, the way, I'll I'll take what I can get. I'm glad that it was actually like. Um, it was a little different than what I thought was going to happen with Damage Control, but I really love what they did with it. And like yeah. the fact that they can throw that kind of thing in, and someone like me can just like get all nerdy and like be like, oh my god, Damage Control. Yeah. So Damage Control actually is cleaning up all the messes. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So. That was good. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming as well. But my number three is Black Panther. All right. All right, let's get to the Black Panther stuff. Um, So we were talking about earlier about how this was the phenomenon of probably the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? I mean, can we talk about, like, any movie that's been bigger? I mean, did it... I mean, I think a lot of people are wondering if Avengers Infinity War is going to pass Black Panther in terms of box office. Yeah, that is I know I'm sure. looking out for that. I think I don't, I think I don't, I don't know. It's gonna be close. It I might not though. It might not. And I, and I feel like Black Panther is like still going. Like mm-hmm. it's you know. I mean, um, I'm sure it just came out on Blu-ray today. Yeah. I I saw Avengers Infinity War, and this was and this is not to talk about Black Panther, but I think this is this this is a point to be made. Um, I saw Avengers Infinity War in Las Vegas. I saw a late show. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that came in that had probably been had like had, had a few, and you know we're watching the movie and getting into it and everything. And then spoiler alert for everybody who hasn't seen Avengers: <laughs> Infinity War, but towards the end when you know Thanos snaps his fingers and people start disappearing, when the Black Panther disappeared, there were people behind me in my row who I think well they were coming in and shouting Wakanda forever. So you already know what's going on with these people. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, they were they stood up. One person stood up and said, no, no, no. And we're like, whoa. Like, you know, they were seriously pissed off. Yeah. They were pissed off. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I think that's, it just goes I to show that's everybody. Like, how, yeah. how strong this movie has just, yeah. how, you know, just how much it's affected the, yeah. the, 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 I don't know. Which was the, the consciousness? Of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. You know, you know. I mean, it was definitely interesting reactions in the, th- the theater I was in as well. Everyone was basically shocked. You know, they they looked like, "What the hell's right, going on?" Right. But at the same time, but when it, he it, disappeared, it was like, "No, that's not right." Yeah, that's yeah. not right. No, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and which was which had a great, which had a good effect. But at the same time, it kind of I feel like it kind of cheapened the whole effect because. We know for a fact yeah. they're going to make a Black Panther 2, so right. he is going right. to oh. come back. You well, know, several <laughs> movies that we know there are going to be sequels for. Like the characters that disappear. disappear like, you know? oh, so it kind of cheapens it in a way. In a way, but in a way, but in a way, I'll put it this way: in a way, I didn't expect it. So, right. So right. I'll give him that nod too. You know, but I, but to get back to Black Panther, um, you know, everything about that movie was incredible. I feel um, yeah, it's great. The story, the actors, Michael B. Jordan was... I mean, I think Michael B. Jordan oh. could get, should get a nomination for it, he, honestly. Well, he should have gotten one for Creed. Yeah. Well, yeah, she, exactly. He should have exactly. gotten one for Creed. And I think he yeah. should get one for, for this one, too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I still feel like... I, I heard a really good... Um, um, somebody's uh, point about how they felt like the only, the only character that wasn't strong in that movie was actually Black Panther himself. Because in every scene, he is sort of like the other person in that scene with him sort of steals it from him. 
and you know whether it's his sister or whether it's uh, Mumbaktu or whether oh, it's Mbaku, Mbaku <laughs> or whether it's you know Killmonger or whoever. Yeah. He's just kind of like this guy who's like, okay, now I'm supposed to be king. Okay, well, now I'm king. Yeah. Okay, now I'm not. Okay, he, now I got to be king. He's definitely the straight man. For he, a lot yeah, of it, and that's that's how he's. But he's. Ser- it's almost like he serves as the. You could say straight man, or he serves as sort of the launching point for every other character in that movie, and it's kind of true. You're like, well, wait a minute, yeah, it's like the movie's about I mean, him. It, it is but interesting at the same that time, yeah, it's I mean, like, wow, I'm suit, more interested in the in suit his, that. Um, you know. Gives him a lot of the power as well. It was built by his sister. Well, it's, the suit doesn't give him power. It's the it's the it's the heart shaped herb that well, gives yeah. him power. Well, yeah, but I mean, but you know, the whole thing suit. about the the right. vibranium in the suit that she right. designed to right. absorb the other power and, and then kick it back. Yeah, you know, yeah, and she serves as such a more interesting character when she's in those scenes with him. You're like, oh, I want to know more about her. She's funny and she's cute, and I want to see what's going on with her. And, and and he just kind of stands there and, you know, like you said, he serves as like well, a straight man for so, those scenes, especially. Since we don't know which way we're going with Infinity War and Avengers 4 and whatever, if they, for whatever reason, they did not bring him back, there is actually a whole section of the comics where his sister was the Black Panther. So it'd be yeah. very cool to see yeah. something like that happen if, yeah, if I mean, we didn't already be, know that for a fact they're yeah. probably going to bring everyone yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Well, she could, you know. She could be the Black Panther for half the movie, and then sure. you never know what. Sure, you, yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. Suit on and yeah, it could not? happen. You know? Why not? Cool. Right, so that was my number three. Okay, cool. That brings us to number two. My number two is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. We already talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to hit on um, a couple things that made it stand out so much to me. I remember, first of all, when they announced they're making the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I'm like, is this a fucking joke? You know, like, I remember the. 90s comic being pretty mediocre right. at best yeah. and like yeah. who are these but characters you know comic, you yeah. know um but the, the fact that they um chose James Gunn to direct it yeah. you know he he was kind of a long shot I think he was a gamble too you know I mean yeah. up until then he hadn't had a huge movie or anything but he, right. he you know he got started doing trauma movies you know so wasn't he kind of like the hey uh, Uncle Lloyd's a great person yeah. was oh, a yeah. disciple of like Joss Whedon too wasn't that kind I of it too so. like he was like a disciple of Joss Whedon and he kind of came well, from he had his... done that movie Super as well, which right, was a right. dark take on a superhero. They're, yeah. but, uh, they're both friends with Nathan Fillion. That's like right, yeah. It. So, but anyways, and the and then another thing that was fucking amazing about Guardians, the fucking soundtrack too, yeah. man. Can't talk, like can't, that, yeah, like you can't, the way they blended like just the the humor, the the cosmic weirdness yeah. with like this '70s soundtrack and. It's, it's about as, tape nostalgia. The soundtrack is as about as essential as the actual movie itself. Oh, absolutely, like. yeah, yeah. To yeah. the point where imagine now, it without it, it would just yeah, be. no. The, to the point where I feel like uh, when James Gunn tweets something about you know a new movie, a new Guardians movie, he's like, oh, the soundtrack is. I got the I got the songs. He talks about the songs. Yeah, he talks about the actual movie. So yeah, yeah, you have to. Right, it's kind of like it's, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's, it's like, like a character onto it's itself. Like a West, soundtrack it's like a Wes Anderson movie itself. too, you exactly. know, like yeah. the soundtrack is all yeah. It's like a character element itself, that's you know? absolutely necessary. So yeah, Guardians one. There you go. So game changer, <laughs> loved it. Same Guardians <laughs> one is my number two as well. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so no, we can keep no, it, it really on if you want, it, it 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 before that point we had nothing else like it at all within the MCU. It yeah. was all well, almost in nothing. Yeah, nothing else like it at yeah, all. Like, yeah, or even before that, any superhero movie. Yeah. It was very, it was very interesting or to see what they did. Yeah. yeah, it was a game changer for sure. It complete and like I like I, like you said, that's mainly because James Gunn just brought so much of his like own 
like thoughts and, and I, personality you know, to and it. it. And it was really unknown characters, you know? Like nobody yep. knew, nobody outside comic world knew any of these people, you know? And, now, and then like, Groot's a people. household name, Rocket's a household name. Yeah, exactly. Star-Lord's Gamora's a fucking Gamora, yeah. all um, of them, you know? Fun, or fun fact on that one, before we just move on to the next thing, um, one of the um, people that I go to school with at Metropolitan State University, her brother um, actually was one of the designers that helped design Groot's look for the movie and everything like that. Like he was one of the people that came up with that drawing and like, hey, what if we did Groot like this? And they went with that. So that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool. I love Groot. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They did a very good job with it. Speaking of like of James Gunn. Yeah. Did you see what he tweeted about? Groot's last oh, words. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's fucked up. Here's a spoiler. Another spoiler. He, he, he doesn't. He doesn't mean to break anyone's hearts. He just is telling. I mean, people. I thought it was fine. I was just mostly mad that I clicked on like three links to get to this to uh, get to that spoiler. You did really? Oh, yeah, it was like click to the. You know, I was like find out what. I James saw right away. I was oh, like, oh, you okay. you picked the wrong website then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, I, I did. saw it right away. It, put, like, it popped oh, up on one of my like you know Google uh, recommends fucking articles okay. or something. But yeah. then I clicked and then I had to click and then I clicked and then yeah. So yeah. man, heartbreak. Should we spoil it for everyone? Nah, let him let him figure it out. Yeah, go go find it yourself. Yeah, find Groot's dying words from well vaporizing words. Yeah, vaporizing. Final words. Final words. Final words. Yeah, it's final words. Yeah, that's yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's it's fantastic. Okay, so my number two is I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Um, it's gonna be Captain America: Winter Soldier. Oh, Second right. Captain America movie. Um, I really like this movie. This was a hard one. This was almost my number one. Um, I guess it just it just slipped out because I enjoyed my my number one movie more recently. I think, um, but I feel like I always go back to Captain America: Winter Soldier when I want to watch. I don't know, just like, it's just it's just an enjoyable movie to me. It doesn't even have to be a comic book movie to me. I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, it just, it has so many things that I enjoy, like, you know, it's, it's an espionage movie, and it's a spy movie, and oh, by the way, it's a Captain America movie, too. And, you know, I just, I love the action sequences in it, and I think it, it talk about risks, like, I think it's sort of like, okay, we're going to go a whole different direction, like, than the first movie. Yeah. As far as, like, when you have, like, a sequel to a movie... Like, I haven't seen this kind of change as far as, like, um, character direction and narration since the first Indiana Jones movie and the second Indiana Jones movie. And what I mean by that is, like, the first Indiana Jones movie is, like, okay, it's an adventure and he's going to, like, you know, he's going to go find something. But in the second one, it's like he's kind of forced into it and he's and it's a, it's a way darker movie than the first one um, to the point where you're almost, like, scared. And I feel like Captain America is the same way. It's like we're going to take everything away from him. And he's, you know, we're going to, all of his support and everything is gone. And we're going to make him almost the bad guy, but we're going to turn his best friend into the bad guy. And it's like, wow, you know, we're like, okay. So, yeah, for my, for my number two, that's, I, I've always enjoyed that one. Thought that it was a really good movie. Good I also good read something crazy that the actor, who's the actor that plays Winter Soldier? Sebastian Stan. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, like an 11 picture deal with Marvel. Yeah, so, yeah. Because they're like, so, well, I mean, he might you be could coming be, up here and there. Well, you and never know. Yeah. So <laughs> was, we might, we might need you later on. Yeah. Don't go nowhere. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Does his I think he got vaporized. Black Panther dude. count? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. Does that count? Does that count yeah, as that, one of his movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He's like, I'm He's gonna like, milk this dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm, gonna, gonna do I'm gonna keep rolling with this, man. Yeah. So Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. That's Should we do know. honorable mentions before we get to one? Or? Uh, we'll do one first. Cause oh, okay. We'll, we'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we I got you. Keep first. going. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Got you. No worries. Well, my number one is we've already talked about it. Black Panther is my number one. 
Um, just as it was such a game changer as well, you know, culturally, um, uh, we talked about my, my friend Magnus always says, you know, a, a, the key to a great superhero movie is a great villain. Killmonger was a great villain in my opinion. Yeah, probably the, one of the best. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, you, you felt, you, you saw almost where his, sided with you, him, you almost you, you sided with him. Yeah, that's how great of a villain like, he was. Okay, you know? I, I, I know he's bad, but I see where he's coming from. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, that's empathy, and like, yeah. that's, that makes for interesting characters, you know? Yeah. Um, like, if a villain's just an asshole because he's an asshole. Right, you know, like, right. what do you, why do you or, care, you know? Right. Or, or just or like something or, to destroy the, the I'm just going to destroy the universe. Like, yeah, yeah. Or, or even deal. worse, let's say, I'm going to get the heroes to fight each other, <laughs> and we're going to tease these guys who are like five extra winter soldiers, but I'm going to kill them all before they get to the bunkers so and take away a full point. I, I kind of like Zemo. I don't know. I, I, I like I his motivation. I, I'd love to see him come back again and do better, since he's still yeah. technically around. Yeah. Yeah. But That's anyway. what I want to see. But yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a, it has good re- rewatchability. You know, mm-hmm. I saw it three times in the theater. Granted, we have access to <laughs> seeing movies at a theater a lot than than, than most people, but still, it, it it had such rewatchability. You know, um, and and it was one of those movies like you when you left, you like left like, damn, that was a good movie. You know, <laughs> and like, the soundtrack was killer. As and well. the soundtrack was awesome. And like when I left, like I I really enjoyed. Infinity War, but when I left it, I did not feel the way I left when I left Black Panther. Black you know? Panther, yeah. yeah. So my and number it was one. Funny, and you had like yeah, these, had funny these moments. moments where you were just like, oh, remember, you know, you go back and you're like, oh, remember that when that happened, and you're like, oh my god, that was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just the whole, you know, I mean, you know, it was a cultural phenomenon, you know, and mm-hmm. just in- introducing like Afrofuturism to like the mass, <laughs> the mainstream, and people, yeah, you know, love that. Like, you know, my little inside joke was, how do you know if somebody's racist? And they're like, eh, I didn't really like Black Panther that much, you know? Like, oh, damn. But I mean, you know, like, how could you not enjoy this movie? It was great, you know? It was just so, a good movie to enjoy also. Yeah. No, it's yeah. just a, Other than all the cultural, you know, things, it was still just a good movie. Yeah. You know? It was, everything was well done about yeah. it, man. I mean, Ryan Coogler, hell of a director. Yeah. Can't wait to see what he does next. Oh, man. I, me neither. Black Panther 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, We'll see. All right. Not Creed two. He's not doing Creed two. We know that. Oh, man. Well, Creed two is happening this year, so that's yeah, exciting. But it's it's Stallone. I thought Stallone's what is it called? It? Yeah, uh, Creed two. Yeah, Creed two comes out this. And he wrote Creed though, right? Stallone right wrote the screenplay. No, he no, did. Coogler did. Oh, wow. Coogler came to Stallone and was like, "Hey, I want to do this," and Stallone was like, "Holy wow. shit! Like you're super talented." It was fucking okay. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, don't fuck don't it know. up, Stallone. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I'm still gonna go see it. I'm excited about it. Um, right, number one Tyler, for number me one. is going to be Captain America: The Winter Soldier. All right, yeah. there you go. A lot of what nice. um, Demetrio was talking about. If yeah, in terms of all of the MCU movies, The Winter Soldier is the one that just is like just this amazing movie without necessarily mm-hmm. being like the comic book parts. But yeah. yep. even the comic book parts, you could add take to the it. comic book parts out of Silver, out of uh, Winter Soldier, and it would still be a great movie. Right, exactly. Yeah. The um, nice. the things that actually added to that were the comic book parts for me. Yeah. So like, oh yeah. Um, you know, I have my whole list of like Captain America <sighs> villains that like would be fun to see. They actually do Arnim Zola comes back and they do him the right way, where yeah. he's actually like a computer. He's a computer. Yeah. Um, that was so cool. Mm-hmm. They they brought in um, Batrock the Leaper, yeah. right for the first <laughs> friggin' fight. That was so cool, and they had that MMA fighter. What's his name? Jean Jean Saint Pierre. Yeah, yeah, I think that's him or something like that, and. He did a great job with that. The fight scene looked amazing. Yeah, and yeah great get, action scenes. Um, and then crossbones. We had crossbones. Crossbones, yep. Who's by far and away my favorite Captain America villain. I'm sad that he didn't get to do more in 
Civil War in that earlier part, but it was just mm-hmm. so cool. And like the Russos did such a good job with that movie that they are in charge right? of the Avengers yeah. stuff now. I, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I feel like they that was sort of their like audition movie, and they were like, and people were like, "Holy shit!" Like, I mean, people I think enjoyed the Russos since like Community or Arrested Development, yeah, and those kinds of things. But they were blown away by like, "Oh wow, you guys can really do this!" And this was amazing. Here, here you go. <laughs> and then yeah. Kevin Feige was just like. Please, please finish this. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I know, I, I, yeah, that's Captain America. Yeah, such a good movie, such a good excellent. Movie. All right, so my number one is going to be quick because we've we've touched on it many times before already, and it is Thor Ragnarok. Oh, all right. I, I felt like you didn't really like it that much because uh, you weren't chiming in. I know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I was saving it, saving it for last. Right. Um, yeah, I love this movie. I still love this movie. I watched this movie last night to prepare for this. <laughs> And I still laugh at all the parts that are funny, that all the parts you're supposed to laugh at. I laugh out loud, which is kind of weird. Um, and I like uh, Takiti wa- ta- ta- Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti, uh, <laughs> like you said, uh, we uh, sh- uh, we we live in the shadows. Mm-hmm. I love that movie, but I mean, they just brought all of his humor, but he also like brought in like all these like cultural, uh, well not cultural, but like comic book touch points of like. Um, touchstones of like Kirby stuff. Oh, you know, he yeah. He brought in all so that stuff, which was like, oh, and I felt like, I always felt like the first 10 minutes of Thor Ragnarok was better and more of a Thor movie than the last two movies combined. Damn. Like, that's a Thor movie. That's what Thor should have been doing this whole time, like fighting demons or fighting monsters. Yeah. Just to Led Zeppelin music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the fact that they yeah. use a Led Zeppelin song, not once, but twice. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I just. And I that's just one of those it. things. Like, if Guardians hadn't have happened, would we have? Would we have had? Would, it? Would we have had I don't know. Thor fighting but Led Zeppelin I'm, music. I'm hoping if they do another one, they might bring in Hercules because I feel like that'd be the funniest. Why thing not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? So yeah, Thor Ragnarok. All right, cool, man. So we're, I, it looks like we're all in agreement that we really like Phase Two and Phase Three of the, of the is that MCU. What it is? Yeah. is that what it is? Yeah, I'm you looking at the got, movies here. You, listed had, you, had, in the you had one thing. I had one. I had I had fucking Iron Man. Just I, I like to I like to pay homage to where it all began. I'll start off with the Iron with the uh, Iron mentions with the honorable mentions. Okay, yeah. Okay. And Iron Man is on my honorable mention. All right, fair enough. Uh, as long as all as also uh, let's see, I'll just name movies that we didn't mention. Okay. Um, Captain America: The First Avenger. I like okay. that movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Number Two. All right. All right. Cool. Um, my honorable mentions also as well. Guardians Volume Two barely missed missed really making the list of my top five. Um, okay. You know what I like to compare it to? Karate Kid Part One, Karate Kid Part Two. Guardians One, okay. Guardians <laughs> Two. Like it, the yeah, second one is great, like man. it's pretty much. It's pretty awesome, but it's not quite as good as the first, you know? Yeah. Sure. But it, it, it takes what, you know, that, that's how I could, would compare it, you know? One's like a classic game changer. Next one's a uh, good, solid sequel, you know? All right. There you so go. that's my, uh, those are my comparisons with Guardians Volume 2. I love um, Guardians Part 2. I, I, I love <laughs> Guardians <laughs> Volume 2 as well. We, we had a narrow down We only get five, man. Yeah. Um, actually, I'll put Infinity, Infinity War in, in, you know in, yeah. in my honorable mentions as well. Just because, like... It really is quite an achievement to take all these characters, mm-hmm. throw them all together, and right. make it cohesive and yeah. give yeah, everyone. The I second mean, part was cohesive. I mean, give everybody like it's it. it what half. a balance to fucking give yeah, everyone screen well. time that they yeah. almost deserve. Like 
a lot of people say, oh, they didn't give the, you know, they took them too long to get to Wakanda and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, well, I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, you, you could have made it a four-hour yeah. movie, you know, with the time limit. I think they did a good job with everything. Um, Ant Man's also an honorable mention, and Doctor Strange as well. I like the ones that kind of stand alone. Right. Um, that, that was the other thing I forgot to mention about Black Panther 2. It's one of those movies that you don't really have to know anything else about the Marvel Universe. Yeah. You can watch it and just still understand it. the movie just, without just like in. being like, you know, yep. not knowing about Infinity about Stones anything. and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. So that was another uh, uh, was good about it too. point for that for me. Um, for mine, uh, Avengers, obviously, like that was one of the biggest game changers. It was the first time we'd ever done anything yeah. like that where we yeah. took all these different yep. movies and put mm-hmm. it all together. Mm-hmm. So cool. It, Loki it was almost, a good villain too. It almost, yeah. it almost made it onto my list. It was so close, but yeah. I, like I just couldn't you do too. it over Ant Man. Like it's just Ant <laughs> Man was so much fun. Um, the other ones for me are also Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed that one, and you know uh, I would weirdly enough um, one of the thing or for me one of the ones I actually really did like was Iron Man two. I know a lot of people have that lower on their list, but. They did so many cool things with it, especially like Sam Rockwell's um, Justin Hammer character. Okay. Pitch perfect to go as like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm trying to be Tony Stark and be cool. Yeah. You know, and it, it played off so well. I'm also a big Sam Rockwell fan, so that goes into that. I'd love to see him show back up. So Sam, yeah, me too. Mickey so Sa- I will say, I did not like Iron Man 2, but Sam Rockwell did save that, did make that movie viewable. Yeah. That, <laughs> if it wasn't for him, exactly. I would hate it worse. I would hate it more. It, it definitely but. would not make it onto my like, Top like top five. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to throw it in there because I just love the Sam Rockwell's character Sam Rockwell so much. Was pretty good. He was Mickey great. Rourke, if they hadn't tried to make him uh, Whiplash and um, uh, Crimson Dynamo at the same time, sure. it would have worked. But sure. you know, they had to yeah. put it all together with that. Any any real duds besides Iron the, Man Two? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton too. That's such uh, that's a strange it's entry. Actually, it, it, it was still better Isn't than the first Hulk. Yeah, movie. That is true. I, I the first Hulk movie is terrible. I agree. You know. But it's that's such a strange Does. entry into this thing since they since he stopped playing Bruce Banner and then they we, we kind of just forget that that even exists as part of the I mean, right. MCU. It's, you know? it's part of it when you get when you go and buy the the case with the yeah, Tesseract right here. It's, it's phase one. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's still a part of people people forget. Yeah, yeah. I almost um, wish that just didn't happen though. Just just for continuity. Uh, <laughs> Thor: The Dark World was a huge dud for me. Oh yeah, I don't like that yeah. movie at all. I, there were things I I like that we were finally like doing stuff with the realms. Sure, yeah, but, that was cool. But and I mean the fact they threw in Malekith and Curse was really fun. Yeah, sorry, I'm one of those people. I love like deep cut villains. No, like, I mean, I I, I thought I, you know it's it's not that the, the the choice of villain was wrong, but it was just they didn't really do anything with him. It was I always like this like the, there's this exercise that um, I, I heard once, and it's like. Describe when you're talking about movies that are bad or maybe bad. You say describe a character, but you can't say like what race they are and what they do. And if people struggle with that, then you know that you have an underwritten character. And I feel with the with the villain in Thor: The Dark World, you can't. You, it, it's it's tough. You can't. Other than you know, okay, he's a bad elf who wants what. You know, it's like, uh, and people forget. I think you just ask, you know, anybody on the street, you know, hey, who was the villain in Thor Dark World? And they'll kind of like give you a blank stare. And they're like, um, then there's the, I don't know. (laughs) And then some people look and you say the ninth doctor, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, if you want to see Thor, we did not mention Avengers Age of Ultron at all. We, we don't need to. (laughs) Again, I know. Talk about good villains. I like James Spader. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that was That's a tough call. It was kind of a disappointment, honestly. My, I mean, uh, I remember the hype surrounding that, and it was just like, I remember that summer too. Everyone was like, every single person I was like, like a few weeks later, when did Jurassic World came out? Like a month later, and everyone's like, I think I like Jurassic World a little better, you know? Like, <laughs> and everyone's like, the problem with both is bad CGI. Mm, um, yeah. The the whole problem with Ultron was if they hadn't made his mouth move, I would have had uh, way less problems with it because you know normally Ultron is the robot and he has yeah he did why did mouth they need just, to do that yeah true like true so it looks more like a Toy Story and, character yeah. than, a <laughs> than a live action character. Well, all right I think then. we we talked about the MCU pretty pretty thoroughly. Yeah. So, um, so for our low five today, we had so Marvel you know is on a roll, dude. They've done. 19 movies in the MCU. Oh, they got television. television shows on Netflix, television shows on ABC, television shows on all kinds of different um, platforms. Hulu yeah. and um, Freeform. Yeah, yeah. And Freeform. So, I mean, so for our low five, we are asking ourselves, what are five comic book titles or characters that Marvel, the MCU, hasn't really touched yet that we think would make an awesome See, didn't, TV show or movie. I didn't clarify with you because, as we should tell the listeners, there are other Marvel characters out there that have their own movies that yeah. aren't Marvel Cinematic Universal yeah, movies. Exactly. That is, they're not, they're not, they're not producing. They're not in the Marvel Studios' continuity, I guess. So we're talking about Deadpool, X Men. Fantastic Four, those kinds of guys. Yes, so, right. yeah. are we talking about? We, I mean, we're not including those, right? Because no, they but do you have you, you could bring them in if you want. Dude. Uh, you want to see them redone, type I, of thing. I, you know? Yeah, I, I I clarified with him earlier on this too because I wanted to know if I could pick characters I wanted redone within the oh, MCU. Okay. I definitely put some of those in. I said either way, it's up to you. No rules, so fuck right. it. Right? I just went you straight. Know? I just went straight comics. They haven't even had it. TV show okay. or movie. Well, that's cool. Fair Deep enough, cuts man. then, man. All right. Deep Except cuts. maybe my number one. Well, same here. So let's just well, let's, we'll get started. Let's off. get into okay. it. So my number five, uh, a comic title that Marvel has published. It's one of their older oldest titles they ever did. And listen to my listen to my pitch for this, okay? All right. It's going to be Strange Tales. And I'm okay. pitching this as like an anthology show. Um, back in back thing. in yeah yeah back in '98 they did like a little imprint they they were trying to compete with like the DC Vertigo it was like right. Marvel Tales Strange or I mean Marvel's Strange Tales imprint and they yeah. did like a Man Thing series a Werewolf by Night series mm-hmm. um, uh, Satana was canceled and didn't get even see the light of day at the last minute because they didn't want a satanic woman character oh satanic I thought, yeah okay. yeah yeah Satana um, so That's I think I like. Too. Yeah, Carlos. Um, no, um, but I think that would be a, like a cool anthology show, like just some of these darker characters of the Marvel universe. Yeah, it could be like a standalone story, like a Werewolf by Night story, a Tomb of Dracula yeah. story. You know, like and you so that's even, my pitch, man. And it could be like a Black Mirror, Strange Tales. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could even like link them together eventually. Yeah. Like maybe yeah, they exactly. Come together, do their exactly. own little Defenders of Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my cool Strange Tales. Oh, some awesome. of the darker Very stuff cool, of the Marvel yeah. universe. Very cool. Nice. That's my number five, Strange yeah. Tales. All right. My number five, just to get out of the way, because I'd love to see this character actually show up within the MCU, is um, Wolverine. Yeah. Um, it's always been one of those things. I don't care if they get Hugh Jackman back. I don't care if they decide to pick some new person. Like, it'll be hard to get some new person in there. Yeah. We had Hugh Jackman for, like, forever. Yeah. Like, 15 years almost. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. That. But um, I, I think that'd be really fun to see how they could do that. Especially, I mean, I guess... By proxy, X Men is also kind of on that. It might list, happen, but 
Yeah. You know, but Wolverine yeah. specifically, he's always been one of those ones that he can. It's been proven time and time again he can own his own solo series or own his own solo movie. Yeah, and just do a great job. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I'm awesome. not gonna argue with that. All right, my number five is kind of like Chris's in talking about like the the scary part, but it's Mobius the Living Vampire. Uh, which okay. I always liked as a character in comics because he was like a vampire, but he was a good guy. Yeah. Um, but he, like, I don't know. It was like, well, it was kind of like he wasn't a black and white character. It was like gray. Mm-hmm. Was always, mm-hmm. like, you know, Plus, I yeah. I always loved people that started off as Spider-Man villains, became like heroes in their yeah. own books. Like Morbius yeah. has always been a fun one. Yeah. 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 So he's just he's just a guy who's like a vampire, but he can, he's got other kind of powers, and um, I don't know. Maybe they could reboot Blade. I don't yeah. Know. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention him, Blade. Blade was part of that 1998 Strange yeah, Tales <laughs> re-imprint yeah. or whatever was, that they yeah. did. So. So yeah, mine would be uh, Mobius or is it Morbius? Morbius. 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 The artist is Mobius that does Mor- comic Mor- stuff yeah, too. Mobius but is the artist, yeah. Different artist, Mobius. but anyways. Yeah, right. uh, so me and Tyler were talking a little bit about comics in general here before the before we started recording, and it 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 reminded me of a series that I really enjoyed. So we were talking about upcoming Deadpool film and the origins of X-Force and and um, then we talked about when the Peter Milligan they took and Mike Allred took a total like mm. new stab at X-Force yep. with these new characters we that were just totally off the wall different yep. and then it eventually evolved into a series called X-Statics but I think that would make a great shoot a show a movie a cartoon something I don't know something totally <laughs> yeah. I, it might make it might make like just a great show like in the vein of like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. oh, goofy, man. It, like, you well, know. Because there was always pop culture homages in it. It was so stuff. cool. Like, the idea of um, you have the um, <clears throat> mutants who are, like, reality TV stars. Yeah, they're yeah. like rock stars. It would be a fake reality TV show. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the oh superheroes were rock perfect. stars, the yeah. media fucking That's tabloids followed them. That's what and everything, yeah. I'm actually show. mad at myself for not putting that on my yeah. list. Yeah, like, so, yeah, there you X-Statics go. If you've never read the, the X-Statics or the X-Force stuff, check it out. It's it's some deeper cuts, but it's great, too. And it'll help you understand there's probably a character or two that is in Deadpool 2. Yeah. That, but they're keeping yeah. it quiet. Yeah, you know. nice. Uh, I can't nice. wait. Nice. So my number four was Ecstatics slash New Era X-Force. I don't know what you want to call it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sweet. My number four is Moon Knight. Oh, hey, that's, uh, my, hey, that's, that's my, my number four. three. That's, four two. that's hey. my number three. Okay, Let's talk so about we, the four, four, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So since, since it's all in that, like, oh, my God. Right. Like, how has this not been a Netflix show yet, guys? Right. Totally. That's what it would – that would be – it would be a great Netflix show for sure. Yeah. I think it's just in ter- it's just terms of, like, uh, no one knows what – no one knows who I guess you know, the, the, the the regular TV viewer, the regular movie viewer, has never heard of movie. They did a um, gosh, maybe like three or four years ago, there was a, a the Warren Ellis written series of Moon Knight was oh, yeah. really great, and it was like each that, each issue cool. was like a standalone story too, and it would make it would make such a cool like do just do something like that. So. Make it like you could. You don't have to continue this whole storyline. Like oh. do little hour long little mini films so, yeah, or something. So yeah, Moon Knight you know? definitely works better as a TV show, right? Is yeah, that what uh, I'm totally on yeah. board for him to be a Netflix show yeah. rather yeah. than a movie, or HBO yeah. show or something. Yeah, something, yeah. something. Yeah. But like, I mean, because like after Warren Ellis came in, we had that amazing set of books from like both Jeff Lemire. Yeah, I think he, I'm he, pronouncing he, that right. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, Jeff Lemire. And then we now that. have Max Bemis from Say Anything doing his. Um, version of it, and that's been just crazy. So I gotta far. catch up on that shit. <laughs> it's been good. I liked it so yeah. far. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think for, for people who don't know, Moon Knight was a character who fights. He's kind of, I guess you could say he's kind of like Batman. He that's fights, what, yeah, that's a lot of people say. He's a vigilante who fights, uh, you know, he beats up criminals at night. Um, he he gets, like, his power from, like, an Egyptian, I'm not as familiar, from, like, an Egyptian god? Is that how he gets right. his power? Right, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And then, but he also, the, 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 the person, the, his alter ego, he has a, he has, split personality problems or something, right? He's got, like... Yeah, because there was a whole in those so new series where sure he's in a mental hospital. And right, you're not yeah. sure if he's actually a superhero or if he's just imagining all this. Or that that's at least how some comics... Some of them go that some way, Some of the yeah. stories have decided to, like, do Legion-ish. it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's just... It's, it's a cool idea for a character, and he looks cool, I think. Um, so, yeah, he's just, he's just a, a yeah. neat... It'd be a really, really neat uh, series, I feel. Take yeah. Orphan Black, make it all the same person. Yeah. Or, yeah, you could go so many different ways with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So yeah. Right, so that was three, three, four. Or, sorry, Wait, four, 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 four three. three. So back to Tyler okay, for so three. Two. Back for me. Yeah. Number three for me is Nova. On either we can do Sam Alexander and do like the Carter Kid one, or we can go a little bit older and go with Richard Ryder. Okay. But either way, I've always had a big. Um, I I really love the Nova character because it's essentially Green Lantern. Oh, okay. Um, you know, instead of a ring, it's a helmet. Oh, okay. that's All right. that's only that's one of the only reasons that Guardians like kind of irks me because it's like they they it go and chance. take the time to like put these people on and they don't actually like sure, work they, it. They don't they don't put the whole like yeah I, I I'm not familiar as familiar with the Nova character, but I, I see what you mean about like how Guardians took the idea and turned them into like uh, an army or something. Yeah, but, almost like but normal but there's, police. But there's, but there's more of like a, there's more there's a more central character called just Nova mm-hmm. who. Yeah, like the, the Green Lantern comparison is pretty good. It's it, yeah. you know it's 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 totally Green Lantern. It's, it's Green ridiculous Lantern, yeah. how close the Nova it is. Core, the Green Lantern Core, the, Green Lantern the main. Core, yeah, yeah. He's, they he's they have like, one planet that they're on that they do stuff with. I mean, and it'd be cool to do now, especially because it um, minor like kind of throwaway line in Infinity War spoiler is they say that Xandar's been destroyed. Right. Yeah. They destroy. He completely devastated the entirety of the Nova Core. It's right. gone. Yeah. So. That's John really where you can, like, his go. Wife are dead. And, <laughs> oh, his, and his purple daughter are dead. Sorry. Oh, man. Spoiler alert. God, I so, forgot about John C. Riley. Yeah. Guardians maybe he's okay. <laughs> maybe he's okay on a ship or something, because yeah. that would be a great character to bring Fingers back. Crossed, yeah. But yeah. if Guardians you did a Nova three. thing, you can even say that maybe the black helmet that they used for Sam Alexander is, like, one of the only ones that has, like, the special flying and laser blasts and sure. stuff. Yeah. Go like, from there. It's like the Green Lantern ring, right? Yeah, so right. Okay. That's the exact idea. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you just do a whole story with Kid finding it and then meeting up with John C. Riley and a couple other ones, but one of the other guys might be bad you cool. know, or something. You know, Do yeah. Green Lantern, but do it right. That's yeah. that's yeah. what I'd like to see. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. So that's my number three, I believe. Yeah, what's your number three? Okay, so my number three is Camilla Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel. Okay. Kind of a newer character. Yeah. Um, very popular. I feel, and uh, from what I've, from the a few trades that I've read, um, a very, a pretty exciting character, I think. I think it would, it would just, you know, kind of like, I don't know if you want to get into like the whole like culture thing, like for Black Panther, what Camilla Khan would mean for, I don't know. I, I just saw a thing the other day, like that they're apparently there are of, plans. They're, they're, they have plans, plans for her for the MCU. Yeah. For, okay. yeah. And that, that's so you cool. guys are on and the same cool. page. Yeah. <laughs> you and the execs are yeah, thinking that, that's cool. And so I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's just a, it's an exciting character. Um, I, I think it would be interesting to see that sort of, um, that parallel between a, a Spider-Man who is, you know, a young 
male teenage superhero to a young female teenage superhero. You know, yeah. Just like that. That'd be and, kind of and we need more female-led yeah. superhero movies anyway. Yeah. Let's sure. be serious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. So yeah, number three, uh, Miss Marvel, which is different than Captain Marvel. Completely different, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, although I'm really time. looking forward to Captain it's, Marvel. It's kind of interesting that they're moving directly into, like, um, Carol Danvers being Captain Marvel, because mm-hmm. for the longest time she was the Miss Marvel. Right. Yeah. You know, and everything. Right. So it's really cool to see that moving forward and using more of the modern day yeah. comic ideas yeah. for that. I think that's a stronger option and oh, they're totally. doing a great job with it. Totally. Though I'm very excited to see Jude Law, uh, I believe that's who they have to play, Captain Marvel, the person that's like the person she gets her powers from and everything. Cool. Can't wait. I've man. been hearing. And it's supposed to take place in casting. the 90s too? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I can't wait for the soundtrack. Seriously. Right. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> right. If we get some Euro dance, I'm all down. <laughs> So uh, that brings us to number two. My number two is it's a series that came out in the early aughts. I think it t- came out like two thousand one, two thousand two, um, and it was when it was when Marvel was taking some risks, and they did this series called Spider Man's Tangled Web, mm. and it was basically yeah. like these little side stories that were like, the it was kind of like it was kind of like Gotham, you know? Yeah. The the TV show like a show sort of about Batman without Batman well, you know like Goth- I know what you think about you're thinking about like there was a there was a comic book in the 90s too called Gotham Knights which was about like people on the ground of yeah City. Like, so like sometimes these it was the cops sometimes it was bi- yeah standards. so so the Tangled Web series was like an anthology story an anthology series it had guest writers guest artists for each little storyline and they would do things that like they did a story about the rhino like oh, that's my favorite from yeah that series, and they yeah. did like the frogman the, these obscure villains of spider-man and stuff so it all was tied into the spider-man universe but spider-man was only just like a, a minor cameo background character he was the tangled web that was the whole story you know that what keeps the what ties this all together they're spider-man villains or they're somehow related to spider-man's Tangled Web, you know, yeah. basically that. Was, so, but I mean, I think that would make an awesome like a Netflix anthology type series, you know, yeah, like that one would of those be cool. type of things. Kind of in the vein, as you can tell, I like fucking Netflix anthology series. <laughs> no, the stuff, idea of so. that works out really well. So yeah, so yeah, like Spider Man's Tangled Web, I think that'd that be pretty would be pretty rad. Cool. I think that would be a cool perspective to see, and you know, just to see from like you know, regular person's point of view, like holy shit, like my house got destroyed yesterday by the fucking Hulk fighting a bunch of aliens. What the fuck? Yeah. Who's going to help me pay for this shit? Yeah. Um, in the same way that there was like a show that was on NBC, I think last year, it, that was oh, like Damage yeah. Control, it was, which I kind of enjoyed. It was kind of cool. It was, it was all right. It was about yeah. the people who had to deal with all the superhero shit. Powerless. 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 Yeah. And I felt like they could have gone They could have gone a little bit further with it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, I, I do like that idea of like normal people dealing in the, you know, having to deal with like this, this world around them now. Yeah. So. Well, they just wouldn't let them use the actual DC characters that they wanted to use. Exactly. Like, which only I got think, like which, which hindered it big time. Yeah. Oh, so much yeah. so. Yeah. But good stuff. Number two. Tyler. Number two for me is going to be the Fantastic Four slash kind of Doctor Doom. All right. All right. Here's yeah. the deal. We'd never gotten like a re- like I enjoyed the original like two Fantastic Four movies when they came out enough. They were fun enough when I was a kid. But over time, I've see I see them as flawed. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, obviously. <laughs> I mean, not as bad as like Fan Four Stick was. That was ridiculously awful. Yeah. Um, well, that was what they did. The, they put the four right in the middle of oh. Fantastic Four. So, so Fan Four Stick. Okay. You know, like, okay. I never but saw it actually. It, it was it. <laughs> I don't to. recommend it yeah. even a little Shit. bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, in a world where the best Fantastic Four movie ever made is called The Incredibles. Yeah. I really want to oh. see an actual Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. 
Um, I, I mean, it's just no, I, I it's so you. sad. I'm saying Doctor Doom because more than likely they don't know how to write one without putting him in it, so we'd probably see him too. But or just a Doctor Doom movie by or itself. I would love to see that, yeah. but yeah. you know, it, it's like just said, all dependent great, on what we get. Need a great villain, so. And Doctor Doom sure. is one of the best villains of all time. So. Right, and it's like after Thanos, who's who can you know in the whole MCU, like who's next? You know, it's like you can. To, that they would have to all come together to, to battle. I got. You know, I mean, yeah, like, but potentially if they number do, one, you know, if they work it well, Kree Skull War would be kind of cool. But yeah. like, I generally would have done that before I got to Thanos. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, right. back to the great villain thing. You know, Thanos is a pretty great villain. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, he very well, good that's, point. That, that's kind of how the and he had was, motivation right? too. Right. Exactly. Because I feel like the the first half of the movie was sort. It felt episodic. It's like okay, now meanwhile on Iron Man and Spider Man. Yeah. Meanwhile on Doctor Strange. Yeah. Meanwhile, and it's kind of like okay, so. This is just going to be a bunch of like vignettes of different superheroes, and then the second half of the movie was like, oh, now okay, so the the story is actually about Thanos and why he's doing this, and yeah. you know his motivation. Okay, I get it now, and now yeah. it started to flow better because he became the main character of the yeah. movie, and yeah. I enjoyed it more after that. So cool, yeah, definitely a better villain. Off track. What's sorry. your number two? Sorry man. about that. Okay, <laughs> no worries. So my number one. So I think that was two. What or, was your no, two? What's your We're on two? two, man. Oh, we're on two. Sorry. All right, my number two is She-Hulk. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Good pick. Good pick. I almost put it. Yeah. Elaborate, I, but I, I almost just, thought I, about I it. I enjoyed the last She-Hulk run um, where, um, obviously, okay, so She-Hulk, I can't remember what her alter ego Jennifer is. Jennifer Walters. Jennifer Walters. Yeah. She's Bruce Banner's cousin. Yeah, she's a lawyer. Who gets a blood, in, a, a blood transfusion, I think. From, right, from, from him. Her, yeah. From him, and becomes the Hulk. But she she's not like a mindless monster. She retains her personality. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's a lawyer, you mm-hmm. know. And she continues to be a lawyer while being She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just you know there, there's some there, I think there's just some great stories that you can pull out of that. Whether you do a, I think you could do a movie or a TV show. You could do like a Law and Order show, which I think yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> a would Law be and Order She-Hulk show would be yeah. incredible. And where then the first every once in a while you get Mar- Matt Murdock showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like the oh, first yeah. part is like the, you know, tie the, that into the, the Daredevil. First, series. Like the first or second <laughs> part not? is the courtroom drama, and the and the and the second or first part is the superhero part. <laughs> yeah, Law so, and Order with She-Hulk. There you go. That's amazing. There you go. Uh, so I'll yeah, watch She-Hulk, that right uh, now. She-Hulk has always been uh, something I've I love Shulky. They should do. Cool. All right, my number one here. Kind of touching with what Tyler hit on. Um, I want the Silver Surfer, man. Oh, Just there we go. Do him right. Give him his own movie. Yeah. We they've shown us they can do yeah. amazing cosmic space shit yeah. now. Let's yeah. let's bring Silver yeah, Surfer into the mix. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and bad. talking on villains that we've never that who who could take out Galactus. Thanos? Galactus, Galactus man. Yep, there you go. So yep. like you know maybe after they do all this and they still have to go next level somewhere. Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer, yeah. Depends on if they actually get the Fox stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise they have to, like, yeah. He's part of that. Fanta- yeah, because he w- it was part of the Rise of the Silver Surfer. At this point, but, come I, on, I'd on. leave them the Expen and just try to get the Fantastic Four stuff because I feel like that's way more it's important. Dead. Like, no, it's, yeah, being, it's dead. It's not being used. It's yeah. sitting on a shelf right now, mm-hmm. technically. That's, that's the know? point that needs to be bought more than anything. Like, just grab all that before, like, yeah. even Comcast gets their hands on Fox or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so that's my number one, Silver Surfer. I agree. There's I been agree. so many great it's, stories it, yeah. and series and runs of that. Mm-hmm. Do him right. Yeah, the last Michael Allred, speaking of Michael Allred, his Silver Surfer run was Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah, with yes. Dan Slott. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that, that was, was great, so too. I'm, I'm one of those people, there's a lot of people that hate on Dan Slott, especially on Spider-Man. Like, they're like, oh, there's so many better Spider-Man writers. I've actually really <laughs> been a big fan of, like, what he's been doing. I like the stuff. Superior Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, that, that was, was really fun, honestly. If people actually gave that a shot, they would have enjoyed it. Yeah, but, I enjoyed it a lot, um, actually. Give Dan Slott a shot. 
<laughs> but um, he did a great job with all of that, and um, I'm really excited because he's going to be doing Iron Man soon, as well as um, when they bring back Fantastic Four to the comics really soon. He's, he's going to be yeah, doing he's that doing as Fantastic well. Four, yeah. And you know, there's probably some people who are like, like, oh man, I can't believe they're doing that. But he did such a good job writing them. Whenever they popped into like his Spider-Man run, mm-hmm. so good. I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, so my number one, one pick is you're actually. I went with someone who we've seen before that I want to see the MCU do. I want to see Doc Ock. Okay. Dr. Octopus <laughs> is one of my all-time favorite Spider-Man characters. Um, nice. Speaking of yeah. Superior Spider-Man. Um, they could just do a really good job with him, I think. I'd yeah. love to see who they cast and everything. Plus, uh, to this day, Spider-Man 2 is still the best Spider-Man movie. It is. It is. I you, agree. It you is. Can, you can argue with me till the cows come home. No. You're wrong. I, it's great. You're, you're, yeah. Neither of you are, and I'm really yeah, happy no. about that. I think it's, we were gonna, we were planning to do for our for our low five. We were planning to do non MCU Marvel movies, either best or worst. Best or worst. You know? But then we thought we would all have the same movies. Best. Yeah, we yeah. probably would have. Spider Man Two is on the, the best, top right? of the list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we all would have said Hulk. The Hulk was the worst. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I think Spider Man. It's actually Electra. Let's be serious. But no, it would be it would be cool to see an MCU version of of Doctor Octopus. I don't know where they're going to go as far as like Spider-Man Homecoming 2, like what villain could be next. Yeah. I've heard um, I've heard a lot of stuff with Craven. Okay. He's one of the ones that we haven't yeah, seen. We haven't seen. It, and that yeah. seems to like be where they're going. They're like we don't want to do something that's been done before. Yeah. Which I don't know, I guess, but that's fine. I don't need to see another Green Goblin. Yeah. But, you know, I would love to see a Doctor Octopus in in the MCU. That oh man, Doc cool. Ock would be so cool. Cuz I mean, they, they they it does, you know, it, it's heavy on, you know, he's a scientist and, you know, that would fit perfectly with old Tony Stark and yeah. you know yeah. Mech and yeah. all that stuff. So perfect. Yeah, yeah. very cool. All cool. right, my number one, last but not least, mm-hmm. um, which I think they're doing a cartoon about soon, but it's Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah. The Spider Man. He's Spider Man in the Marvel comics right now. He's another Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, just, I've I've been reading Miles Morales since it premiered. Um, couple of, well, God, how long has it been? Like five years. So now? It's been. Oh, it's been longer. No, than that. Longer than that, than that. Right? Almost yeah. maybe eight. Yeah, maybe it's eight been years. Quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he kind of he premiered in the on the uh, Ultimate Comics line, mm-hmm. and yeah. then um, he transitioned over into the regular Marvel Comics line. Yeah. But anyway, um, just a fantastic character. I've just always enjoyed it. Um, I. And yeah, great series, man. I've, I've read the trades on most of yeah. those. It was sad to see Bendis leave DC because it's like leaving this character. Yeah, Mar- left Marvel. Bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, left Marvel he left Marvel for DC. Right, because so. that was his. Yeah, that was his character. He, yeah. he created it. He you know he and wrote caretaker. the majority of the run on yeah, that for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that and Jessica Jones were his babies. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. So yeah, Miles Morales. And I, they I, I can't wait. Jessica to, Jones. I, so. And they, they hinted at it in Homecoming with Donald Glover, who I guess could could possibly be the Prowler. Who is who right. is in who's Miles Morales's uncle, and he says, "I have a nephew that lives in Queens, which is his yeah, nephew yeah, is Miles yeah, Morales." Yeah, yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, cool, mm-hmm. you know. Like which it. is fun because there was always that thing about making Don Glover Spider-Man. Yeah, right. they wanted like, him to be. Yeah, that but was now his he's getting like, to the point where he's too old. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's too old. They haven't voiced him though in at least one of the animated series. That's so true. Take that's what true. you can get. One, one of the TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, so yeah, Miles Morales. Awesome, cool. I had a, I had one honorable mention. I was thinking of. When you had mentioned like we need more female ones, they did that series a while back. Came out like right after they did the new Secret Roars. They did the A Force that was an all female oh, Avenger team, and like She Hulk was one of the leaders She-Hulk. on that. And I thought that that would be pretty rad. Yeah. That was a pretty fun series too. I read, like, I read the majority of it till they rebooted it again, and then there I you go. lost track. But it was good. Yeah, they could do that now. I mean, they have all the characters lined up. They could do Black Widow, Valkyrie. Um, 
It was a good group, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like Throwing Okoye, why not? Yeah, yeah, why yeah. Not? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Koye, Shuri, too, Shuri, why not? Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? So, yeah. There's a, that would be fun. She-Hulk, though. Bring back, hey, oh. bring back, uh, uh, um, God, I'm totally blanking right now. Gamora? Thor, Thor's girlfriend. Um, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Jane Foster, yeah. Amidala. Oh, do the, Why can't I think of her, the actress's name? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Bring back Natalie Portman and make her Thor. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, why not? Like the comics. Sorry. Yeah. It's yeah. a good pick. You know, I a lot of pick, um, a lot of guys things that you guys mentioned like Ecstatics or like She Hulk are definitely in my like list for honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, Galactus as well was a big pick for yeah. me on that one. I'd love to see MCU yeah. Galactus. Silver Surfer. Yeah. I'm excited for this Cloak and Dagger series. Just I, I just don't know what to expect. I don't know how to feel you know? about that one, but I just. <laughs> It looks good. I'll give it a try. I, I'm, I, I gave Runaways a try and I enjoyed it, so I probably will oh, check this I one out. I saw Runaways, but I don't have Hulu. I just started I didn't have watching... Hulu either when I saw it. Oh, just, okay. I just, I just, I just started watching Legion, and I'm totally into it. So. Oh, Legion's amazing. So, yeah. yeah I got Hulu to watch shit. Legion. Yeah. <laughs> Legion's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the bit, one of the bigger picks that it's like a, um, to, my two honorable mentions that we didn't mention at all just yet. Would have to be either Danny Ketch Ghost Rider. He was the set. He was like the nineties Ghost Rider. I thought about that too. I thought about like specifically right. him because we haven't covered him yet. We with sure. um, any property they've done Johnny Blaze Johnny twice, Blaze. and they just did um, Robbie Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez um, show. who's also Shoot. fun. Yeah, yeah. I like but that Danny Ketch was my Ghost Rider, so I'd love to see something with that. The other option was there was the um, after the um, the Ultimate Comics line had died down. They brought in Al Ewing to do this series called The Ultimates again, which yeah. instead of being like mm-hmm. just the Ultimate Avengers, yeah. uh, which, by the way, The Ultimates is just a great name for a team. Yeah. It's Black Panther, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, the Blue Marvel, um, Spectrum, Spectrum, who is another one of the um, ca- or Miss Marvel, Captain Marvels at one point, yeah. and Galactus. Yeah, Galactus. Oh, and, and, Ameri- and America... America. America um, Gonzalez, or Rodriguez, something like that. Uh, Miss America Chavez, Miss America Chavez, America, America Chavez, because yes. she's yeah. Mac. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, took me a second. There we go. But um, that team, like, it was a book that I just decided on because I was just like, this seems really cool. I'd love to see what they're doing with that. Yeah. And they did some amazing, coolly cool cosmic stuff yeah. that was on these all these different levels and stuff. I would love to see that. Plus, the coolest thing about it was. It's the superhero team, and other than Galactus, who you can kind of count as like the white guy, <laughs> like everyone was either like African American or female, yeah. or like right. something other than just yeah. a bunch of white dudes. And yeah. it was so cool to see that as a comic. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I really, I really thought that was an interesting one to go with. Very cool. Nice. That would yeah. be awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for thanks for uh, listening to us. Give you our opinions on Marvel comics and Marvel Marvel. Cinematic Universe. (laughs) All Marvel all the time. We want to thank Tyler for being our guest. Yes, Um, thank you. Awesome insight, awesome knowledge. Um, Once again, leave us a five-star review if you can on iTunes. We are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. See ya.